0: Hello and welcome to Lore Watch, a roundtable freeform discussion about lore and the games of Blizzard Entertainment. I'm Ann Stickney, one of two lore-focused writers from Blizzard Watch, and I've got both my wonderful co-hosts with me today. First up, he's the other lore-focused writer over on Blizzard Watch, that would be Matt Rossi. Hey Rossi! Hello
1: everyone.
0: Happy candidate. How are you today? That was very quiet. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Hi. It's Canada Day. Uh, I was
0: like, so- Happy Canada Day, except you're being creepy.
1: So I don't know if I mean it. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be creepy. I'm just a little tired. That's all. We. It's been kind of a. It's been. It's been a weekend. Let's just say that. All right. But uh, yeah, it's. It's cool. I've been playing a lot of Diablo and World of Warcraft at the same time. Kind of not like not literally at the same time. I was like say I simultaneously because that's a feat. <laughs> yeah. But no, the reason I've been doing it was because I didn't know this. There's an achievement you can get if you talk to Deckard Kane before he Oh, it's a it's games it out for like five years. Yeah. For you if you talk to Deckard Cain before he dies. Yeah. You have to talk to him a lot. Like you yeah. have to keep coming back and talking specifically to him Yeah. and you can get an achievement for it. Okay. I didn't have it.
0: Which one is it? I it's it's called Stay a While and Listen. Oh, I have that one. Yeah. Most but that's because do. I obsessively talked to everyone in Diablo while I was playing it. Like, every opportunity I would talk I, to people, just in I case. I usually
1: do, but I guess I didn't talk to Deckard. Like, I, I guess I got to a point and thought he was done and never realized that you can uh, keep going back to him and getting more out of him. Yeah. What's really funny is he's standing there next to The Stranger. Yeah. And as he's talking to the strangers, like, I fear Tyrael paid the ultimate price. We haven't heard from him. And meanwhile, the stranger's going, yeah, that Tyrael guy sounds cool. He sounds
0: great. You should wonder tell me who more that about is. Him.
1: Yeah. It's it's actually, it's very funny. Buddy. So I was doing that. And then I was thinking to myself, I tried them. I have, I've been completely disinterested in mage towers this entire time. Yeah. But they're going away fairly soon. So everyone's like, oh yeah, I just did my mage tower. So I'm like, I guess I'll peek my head in and try one. Because I did the quest leading up to them, because the story stuff's cool. Yeah. I go in and I do like a mage tower, and I get destroyed yeah. by this mage tower. So I'm like, yeah, I'm done. So instead, I spent my time going through old Draenor quests to see if I missed any zones, like if there's any quests in any zones that I missed. It turned out, um, you know how Gorgrond has the two branching paths. Yeah. I never did one of them. Oh.
0: Uh,
1: not which even of in course, beta. No, I never did it. Well, I may have done it in beta, but who remembers at this point? That's been a long time. But in terms of achievements and stuff, I didn't have them done.
0: Oh. So,
1: I went on. Uh, I don't have like I got rid of my Torn. Like I I race changed them to Lightforged because I'm you know feeling kind of depressed. Because myself.
0: Lightforged. Yeah, well, is then that awesome. too, But uh, so.
1: <laughs> I got one of my Lightforged to max level, and then I was like, I'd like to have a couple more. So I do, but um, I, I need to. I need a horde to get to max level on it. For uh, right for the. For, Zandalari Druids. So I've been leveling a, a, a Torin through. All right, right now, the Torin just got to Gorgon, so I'm going to be doing that next. so okay. That's been me. we um, can move on now.
0: <laughs> also with us and, and quiet through all of this, thank you. <laughs> is, our Jeez, other is, lore, is our other lore aficionado and shaman columnist, and that would be Joe Perez. Hey, Joe. Hey,
2: uh, how's it going, everybody?
0: <laughs> how's it going? What have you been up to?
2: Uh, battling the Mage Tower, which oh, has been, been my nemesis the... for the last two weeks. Did you beat it? Finally, so I, I I encountered this weird. I I don't know how else to say it. Like the only thing I could think of is of a bug, because I like went through like log diving and everything else. Like I would consistently get up to the last encounter, which is fine, and then there'd be nothing happening, and all of a sudden Jared would just die, and he would just go from 100 to zero hit points, and I'd go through the log, see what happened literally nothing happened to him. And this happened for like two weeks straight of, I would
1: wow. get all the way to the end.
2: He would just die. Right. And it was always within like the last, like two or 1% of the boss. And so finally I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing it like once a day. I'm not doing it like for the last three days. I'm like, once a day, that's it. No more, no less. Just that, that's all it's going to be. Um, and I don't know if they fixed something or did something, but I know there was an update that was pushed a few days ago. Um, and i finally managed to get through the re- through the encounter like i'm sitting there i'm like i'm watching the boss itself it's like three percent okay this is gonna this is gonna screw up anytime two percent all right here it comes here it comes wait wait he's not dead yet one percent wait jared's still alive zero i won wait what what, what just <laughs> happened uh and this was important to me because it's the one skin like i absolutely love the resto shaman skin um it's just like this cool like geode rock ice thing and it's just like it fits so well with the the shield and the scepter that it's like yeah i want to i want to wear this forever so
0: see i poked my head in there just to check out the rogue one because i hadn't actually poked my head in there so i poked my head in there and did a dry run and the dry run i got him down to like i don't know 60 percent or something and then i died but it was two mechanics because it's all like floor mechanics and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't I was only like half paying attention I wasn't really really focused on stuff that was going on because I was listening to a podcast at the same time (laughs) I need to not do that (laughs) I need to just like focus on the mage tower if I'm gonna do the mage tower and then I think I'll be okay but yeah it it just it, it was it was wow they just decided to make you use every tool in your toolkit huh go figure so I didn't go back to it but I will go back to it um However, I did finish grinding out Ravenholt reputation. (laughs) That seems pretty good. Like, you know. I got the insane title. I got the insane title. I didn't realize it, but Ravenholt was the only reputation that I needed to ding that achievement. And I've been sitting here at three quarters of the way through revered with Ravenholt because I just gave up on pickpocketing block boxes back, I don't know. And I was only doing it kind of havezys back in miss of Pandaria. And then everything sure. else happened and I got distracted. And then I was listening to these podcasts. And I'm like, oh, I'll go pickpocket lockboxes in Lower Black Rock Spire. Because that's easy to do while I'm listening to a show, right? It's like a mindless thing to be doing. And as soon as I dinged Exalted with the dudes, the insane thing popped up. I was like, oh, well, that's a thing. <laughs> I didn't realize it would do it. I thought I still had some other step that I had to do, but I did not, so that's cool. Anyway, hi guys, welcome to Lore Watch. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about World of Warcraft lore, and other lore as well, but today we're kind of focused on World of Warcraft lore. Um, Last time we were out, we were talking about Before the Storm, Christy Golden's latest novel. I hope you guys all had a chance to read it. If you didn't, you should. It's real good. Um, But we didn't really get a chance to get into as many of the emails as I would have wanted to get into last time. So we brought a bunch of those over. And I also picked up some new ones that had popped in the inbox. If you have any questions for Lore Watch, you can send those to podcast at com. Just make sure that you put Lore Watch in the subject line so that we know that it's intended for this show and it doesn't end up on the other one. Because we don't really go into lore deep dives on the other show, guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into those. The first one, the first one was... It's kind of, um, let's see, Germ asked about it, and then who else asked about it? Uthos asked about her, uh, asked about her, and I'm not going to read all of these emails because they're kind of asking around the same things, um. They were all asking about Kalia, and we talked a little bit about Kalia in the last episode. But um, one of the things that people really seem to focus on was, is the presence of Kalia, does that mean that we're going to get Alliance Forsaken? And I don't necessarily want to talk about that too much, because the the simple answer to that is we don't know. I mean, we don't work for Blizzard. We don't come up with the full game plan for these things. We can just kind of conjecture stuff, but we can't really conjecture a playable race based on a single character's introduction. Yeah,
1: we could guess which ones are possible to add, but we can't tell you what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, and um, since there's only one Kalia right now, don't really know what that signifies for anything going forward. But um, I thought it would be interesting to talk about Calia and what she is exactly, like what she represents. And we did touch on that a little bit because we we talked about how the Naru used Fowl and also Anduin to kind of bring her back. But she's not really a Forsaken, is she?
1: No, I wouldn't say she was a Forsaken. I'd say she's undead, but the means of her undeath seems to be completely different. Is she
0: undead or is she like light forged in a different kind of way?
1: See, I don't know because
2: like there, there's a lot of shades of undeath. She was definitely dead before she was brought back to life, or whatever it is she's in. So I don't necessarily think it's light foraging, because from what well, we've seen f- f- from the light forge, they're all alive when they get forged. So
1: the the book is pretty specific on the fact that she is dead, like yeah. her body is dead. It makes a lot of point that she she is now like the Forsaken. So that would that to my mind that says she's undead we know that we can have undead that aren't forsaken we have the risen in the game right now they're undead they're not forsaken um we have various old ghosts we've got the ones that black hold the undead yep. there they're also not forsaken uh undeath well, is and something also,
0: that i mean you look at the scourge in general the majority of the scourge is not forsaken what makes a forsaken yeah. a forsaken is that they were mindless scourge and then they got their free will back
1: yeah, Calia never went through that phase. She was never mindless, and then got her will back. Her body is not decaying, as far as we can tell. It's being held in like a, a light-based stasis. Um, so there is—it
0: wasn't a resurrection, is the thing.
1: Yeah, it was. Well, it it, it wasn't a resurrection like the way Anduin resurrected Varian. When re- when Anduin resurrected Varian, Varian b- started breathing again. He, he brought was him lot. back. He
2: was to alive. Life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this Calia... is definitely a. Tr- I was gonna say this is definitely a transmogrification of some type. It's it's into not...
1: Ashkandi. No, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have She's Ashkandi now. now. <laughs> um, but it, like it makes it makes it makes a little more sense too because Undeath is that weird gray area that, as players, even we don't know a whole lot about. We know that it can be a thing. We know that there's magic that enables it, but we don't know everything that can be capable of it or everything that. You know, we don't know the shades of gray within the spectrum of undeath, right? We don't know all of it.
1: He brings to mind Zeliac. Yeah. But we don't know. Because Zeliac is a for, scourge. Yeah. For people,
0: for people who don't know about Zeliac, um, he was one of the original four horsemen. Is he still there in the new Max Romas? Yeah. A, as of eight, level
1: 80, he's in that one, yeah. Okay. The only one yeah. they replaced was uh, Mograine. They okay. replaced him with uh, Ruvendale. Ruvendale. Riveneer.
0: Yeah. yeah Zeliac was a paladin, and he was raised and forced to be a four horseman, but he still wields the power of the light. And the reason that he can, or the reason that's been stated that he can, is because his will and his faith was so resilient, even in undeath that the light would still... Like, his conviction was so strong that the light would still obey him. It tortures him to use it, in theory because there was that whole uh, Ask a C dev thing where they were talking about Forsaken and the light and all of that and they said that Forsaken that are using light magic are incredibly disciplined because using the light actually hurts, like it burns and cauterizes at the same time so when you're using the light it's this really excruciatingly painful thing. Um, so Forsaken priests that follow the light they're they're really like kind of torturing themselves but they're doing it for the light or whatever they have to have a tremendous amount of conviction to do it that's an interesting
1: thing because fail doesn't necessarily show that no he doesn't but that doesn't mean he isn't going through it he just might not say anything
0: and that takes again a tremendous amount of discipline to be able to like to have that kind of power to wield that kind of power and do that even in the face of whatever agony it might put you through and i
1: think you know the point you made before is that pretty accurate
0: Well, and and the thing is, is, like, Kalia kalia has been infused with the light, like, right off the bat. The Naru shot her with a jolt of it and, and brought her back from death, essentially. So she's like a different animal altogether. She's not even, like, I don't know if we can call her a proper undead in the way that we've thought of undead up to this point. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I would be comfortable calling her undead. I would not comfortable calling her a Forsaken. Yeah, I would
2: agree with Rossi on that one, yeah.
1: Um, but then, I mean, we may find out later on that the kind of undead she is is very different. Because that's the thing we don't even know. Like, we know that Undeath is not powered by the, the, the shadow or the void. And it's not, you know, up until now, it hasn't been powered by the light. This is the first time I've ever heard of the light, it's you know, like, doing It's
0: like this. the Naru just up and decided to make their own Valkyr.
1: Well, yeah. you know what? Oh, when they I'm made it about, about, out of a
0: human, you know oh, what I mean. But they had a oh, god. They no. had an opportunity <laughs> guys, guys, guys!
1: <laughs> stop! 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 Guys, that's you you're, you're actually, kind of <laughs> that's what they are. Yeah. That's what the Valkyrie are. Yeah. The ones, at least the ones that serve Odin directly, they're light infused beings that are dead. Yeah. They're dead things. They always have been. The spirit healers are too. Yeah. Because spirit healers are just. Valkyr who refused to serve Hela.
0: I've, I've been working on this um, series of Know Your Lords. I don't know if either of you have been reading them or not. Um, last week I was talking about like the history of the Light and the Void and everything, and then this week um, it goes up tomorrow, but I was kind of going into that a little bit further as far as uh, the Light and the Void and the Burning Crusade and how they all interact and play with each other and where Sylvanas fits into all of this and um, kind of delving in a, a little bit into what we saw in the Three Sisters comic. Um, and it's caused me to take a closer look at all of this stuff. Uh Calia, Calia's fate in particular, but also Sylvanus and her origins and, and like the Forsaken and how all of these creatures kinda interact with each other. Calia represents something really weird and different. And the question in my mind is, and I don't know, maybe you guys have some thoughts on this, if the Naru could do that to Kalia and she was dead, could the Naru do something similar to Forsaken that wanted to step beyond the bonds of what they were? Or would that be an impossible task because they've already been risen another way?
2: My question though is why didn't they do that already in Northrend?
0: Mm, yeah.
2: Because we had that we had that huge quest and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Bread. Yeah. So where he's not raised he's not brought back as a, a light fused on un, no undead they just let, they a, helped bad. him pass on yeah they just helped him pass that's one on, of those quests that, that. i am
0: looking at actually God,
1: here's the thing though that was a doll yeah we already know that a doll and zara have very different ideas on how to go about bringing the light to people the naru that did this was sarah yeah who was just a void being she a just little while ago, her.
0: yeah, you you actually like redeem her as part we of the priest order hall thing.
1: You don't know how Sarah approaches the light. That's what we're see. I mean, to obviously,
0: see. she's not going to sit there and try and like hide the whole void cycle thing up her sleeve because she was obviously a void creature before. Okay. But we
1: don't know how she approaches the light, and we don't know we don't know if a, what, Adal said he couldn't do anything, but he took him up bodily into some place. Think about what that says. He couldn't stop the plague from killing him, but he could take him up bodily. Why? What's the difference? What is taking up bodily? Where did he go? Yeah. Where yeah. is Bride and Brad right now? Someplace now, obviously, warm and safe and happy, presumably. The quest is obviously a, it's an homage to a real life person. Right. And that's why they didn't just fix him, but that means something in this in the metafiction of the game. So you you've got me thinking about this thing because you just you were just talking about the light in the void. Yeah. And in the legion, the fell energy we know is created by the destruction, the mutual destruction of light and void energy. Like souls are destroyed to make it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Death energy is neither of those things.
0: Here's the okay. Are
1: death. So the
0: people who listen to this, the people who listen to this on Patreon, are going to kind of get a preview of what I was talking, what I'm going to be talking about. In know your Lord of Mario. Um, and the people who haven't who are listening to it on the website. Hey, it's in the Know Your Lore that I wrote last week. You should go back. Time is weird in the Lore Watch universe. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I was talking about was the fact that it always, like way back when it always puzzled me that the Naru were so dead set against the Burning Crusade, like demons and all that stuff, but they didn't really seem to care about the old gods. Like we, the Burning Crusade was not, like the Burning Legion the Burning Legion was not the only threat to our world. There was also the old gods. But when the old gods came up, were there any Naru to help us out? No. The only thing the only the only time the Naru showed up in Wrath of the Lich King was to help out bread. That was it. So it was like, well, why aren't they doing that? Well, then we found out that, oh, yeah, wait, no, it's the same cycle. They're kind of the same thing. Light and void, they exist together. They go back and forth. It's like a cycle of things. You can't have one without the other. So if you wipe out, you know, the void, or if you wipe out the light, the other one's going to, like, cease to be, in theory, or it's going to push the cycle from one side to the other. And you see that in... um. Was it Warlords of Draenor? Well, it was Warlords of Draenor where you saw it very vividly, but also with Moru to a degree too, where you had this being of light that was drained and or forced into that void shift state. Because was was pretty much shoved all the way into it by Cho'Gall in Warlords of Draenor. Like we watched it happen right in front of us. Um, so it always like that part made sense to me. And then I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay... So the Naru are dead set against the Burning Legion because the Burning Legion wants to wipe all life out, like wink life out of existence destroy everything and presumably reset the universe but the Void doesn't really seem to be concerned about this. And then the more I thought about it the more I was like, well, no, they wouldn't be concerned about it because an absence of everything alive isn't really going to deter the Void in any way. If anything, it's going to make it easier for it to grow and consume and all this other stuff. It's going to big it it's going to foster the Void. Sargeras was dead wrong. Like, he doesn't want to put an end to the universe. He, like, his his little burning legion that he put together is set on wiping all life out, right? But that doesn't do anything except get rid of the light force. It doesn't do anything to get rid of the Void force. It might It might get rid of things for the Void to consume, but it doesn't matter. The Void doesn't need to consume. It just needs to be, right?
1: Well, no, that's not... That's not, not how it works in the Warcraft cosmology, though. Void doesn't. Void isn't an absence of of light. Void is created by shadows in light. It's created by eddies. Without light, there's no void. That's the weird thing about the Warcraft cosmology. That's what. That's why I'm always having a hard time with this. Like I'm well, not saying Well, and I feel like wrong.
0: I feel like that's just one perception of it, though, because every time we see it, like when we see it with the Naru, the Naru are working on this cyclical nature right they are creatures of light at some point they go into a void state it is a natural part of their life cycle they stay in that void state regenerating for however long door was regenerating for like a thousand years and then they're reborn in their light again and it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth right the yeah, naru I'm just about the are the really ones annoying. okay but the naru are the ones who keep talking about cycles and circles and how the circle must Keep going and all this other stuff, right? I feel like what Sargeras was doing, and the reason that the Naru were so dead set against him, it wasn't that he was trying to unmake the universe or anything, it was that the universe itself exists in that same cyclical nature as the Naru it has a light phase and it has a void phase and it has that weird in-between thing that created the Twisting Nether and all that other stuff. And what Sargeras was doing with the Burning Crusade, he wasn't like resetting the universe as much as he thought he was resetting the universe. He was just pushing the universe into a void state like Cho'Gal did with Kyure. And that's why the void wasn't like directly working to oppose Sargeras or anything. They didn't care. They didn't care about the demons. They didn't care about like they weren't there. They were there to like take advantage of what was going on, but they didn't care about the fact that the Burning Legion was using Void energy. They were perfectly okay with the fact that the like. Do you do you see what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I understand it. I just don't know that I agree with it because I don't know. Okay. Like I I can't quite get past that idea that the light came first and the void only exists as a as eddies in it. Like I that needs to be addressed because they put that in Chronicle.
0: And the thing is, yeah. is like. I, I feel like, though, because, like, the light was there, and then it naturally started creating the void. Well, the void is there. We've seen void creatures, and we've seen void creatures come around full circle and go back to light again. Sometimes they get a boost, or sometimes, like with Dior, it just happens. They're, they're like, nearing the end of that cyclical cycle that they've got going on. Um, but the thing that, the, thing that the, the main point here, though, and let's go back to this whole Sylvanas thing. In Three Sisters, the Void is terrified of Sylvanas, which is kind of impossible to think about because it's these are two primal cosmic forces. Like these are the things that created everything and they're scared of Sylvanas. So why is that? And the more I thought about it, the more I was thinking, well, she's not part of that cycle. She exists outside it. She, She's not life. She's not. Chaos. She's or not death. part of a natural order. Yeah. No, she's just there. She's stasis. She's just there. She exists. That's it. <laughs> and they do all, not live.
1: They do not die. All, they are outside the cycle.
0: All, all that she is focused on at this point is making sure that her people exist. They have no purpose. There is no purpose beyond that. She hasn't thought of one for them. They're just there.
2: So that is some interesting backtracking then to, to what happened with Kalia then, because we but have Haya a Kalia was
0: created as an undead, but she exists within the cycle. Does she? The Naru made it happen.
2: Does she, though? she exists in the cycle? That I the don't Naru know! We have a Naru who was just, well, relatively recently part of the Void, now is Light, understands it. What if, that, what if they're trying to break the cycle?
0: I don't know. Like,
2: Either they're that, trying to
0: break the cycle or they're trying to bridge the cycle. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I don't understand the bridging part of it. Like, the breaking of it makes sense. But like, okay,
0: so so when I say that the Forsaken exist outside that circle, I mean, they're like, they're not part of that. They're, they're, they're like other. They're this other thing, right? Kalia, in being resurrected by Anaru, is that half-step in between outside and in it. She's the bridge, so can they bring more people? What I'm wondering is, can they bring more people, more forsaken from that other? Can they slide them back over a half step?
2: See, but that 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 makes the assumption though that then they're part of that cycle, then and then can either transition from light to dark or can die, and
0: and if they can die, then that's fine. Some of them want that final death,
1: sure. And that that we do. Here's the thing, though. We we do know one thing. Yeah, we do know they can die.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is like Sylvanas, when she died, did she go anywhere? No.
1: She went. She went to that void place that she saw.
0: It wasn't even a void place. It was an absence of everything. It was a stasis cube. It was a black box with nothing. Yeah,
1: but that's still death. We don't know. Well, you
2: know, hold on a second. We don't know that. I think you get what Anne's getting at here. It wasn't the void. It was something other.
0: It was an other where she didn't have a corporeal body, but it was still the other where nothing happened.
2: Yeah. So it's like, what if, what if, I, I get what you're saying now. Not bridging, not sort of bridging the cycle, but sort of bringing them back in so that when there is... If, if that they die for that, when they have that final to, they death, they have a way to go. Yeah,
0: there's some place for them to go to because, as it stands right now, Sylvanas, when she died, when she threw herself off the frozen throne, she went into a place of inter- like it was black. There was nothing there. It was just her with her thoughts. She saw Arthas, who was the Lich King, who died, and went to the same place apparently because this is where you go when you undie. If you want to put it in that terminology, and it's not so, it's it's, it's not an like, afterlife. It's just you, the absence of existence.
1: Here's the thing, though. That that kind of begs a couple of questions. Number yeah. one, Sylvanas died on top of the frozen throne. She threw herself off of it. In fact, yeah. we have since seen Arthas's spirit, and we've seen. Uh, oh, I want to say Narsdormal, but that's not the right. And Ner'zhul, we've seen Ner'zhul's spirit. They continue to exist after a fashion.
0: Mm. Within the and shards of Frostborn,
1: no. Within the helm. I mean, we went into the or shards the of Frostborn, Was but it it's the, the helm okay. that seems to be the place they were actually residing.
0: Okay.
1: It, that's. But you but the, know, either, either way, they were
0: referred to as echoes, though. But what does that mean?
2: So I'm wondering if this is a concept that is like the whole absence of soul. You know does not necessarily mean the absence of life but like the absence of soul means that there is no entrance to that cycle that there is no like the soul's already moved on but the mind the the essence of that person's mentality uh, the total of their memories. Like, what, what if all Forsaken are nothing but Echoes, right? Like, what if that, that's what they are? They have the thoughts. They have what they think and are that's feelings. It's so
0: sad to think about. It, it,
2: it, but, I mean, and hence the name Forsaken, um, just fitting in perfectly with that. Like, what if? what if that's their ultimate fate is because their souls have essentially already moved on? Because when they were reanimated, right... When the undead were reanimated, they were mindless slaves. They didn't have to have souls in order to do the bidding. their it souls just... have
0: moved on, though, because the well, thing is, is like, they were interacting with the Alliance, like the, the Desolate Council that went to the whole meeting, that, the gathering. Oh,
2: hold on a second. I, I'm getting to there. That, that, okay. that goes back to the Echoes thing. Okay. But like back during the time when they were just puppets of, of the Lich King, when they were part of the Scourge, you didn't have to have a soul or their own bodies shoved back into them. In fact, I think death knights are the only thing that they've made any reference to souls being shoved back into bodies to bring them back to life. Well, I yeah, could be wrong, that was
0: Goldon mucking around but, with things, yes.
2: Right, but I could be wrong, but that, that's the only reference we have to any undead where the soul's been shoved back into the body. So what if the life force or the energy or well, the necromancy Sylvanas- that are reactivating them...
0: Wait, let's go back a minute, because Sylvanas herself, she was a corpse, and Arthas ripped her soul from her body and turned it into a banshee, and then she reclaimed her body later.
2: Sure, unless she is just the manifestation of the, her basically her mentality given form through necromantic energy. Oh!
1: Guys, guys, we're getting to the point where we're actually going to have to try and figure out what a soul is, and I don't <laughs> think we have kind of... But, no, the,
2: but my idea, my but The idea is that when they were released from the control of the Lich King, they still had that animating energy and then had their echoes of thought, their echoes of self yeah, so they, again, remember, it comes back to the you, same
1: thing, though, man. If you're going to keep saying animating energy, what are you talking about if that's not the soul? Because what is a soul if it isn't the thing that animates the body?
2: So I, it, I know it's not Warcraft, but I actually just went through this with digging into, like, a game called Hollow Knight, which is very much about this whole light and void, literally called light and void, and the idea that the soul is nothing but essentially a battery, and that once it's removed whatever toll or thing that you've accumulated with it moves on to wherever it needs to go. And whatever's left is just the shell. So to me, it would be an interesting thing where it's like, you know, the battery's out, it's moved on, that's where the sum total of all good deeds or bad deeds went, whatever the case is, and then a new energy, a new battery was put inside of it, and now they're still ticking. And so it's an interesting idea to me. It may not be for everybody, but it's definitely something that, like, I'm curious. I, That's what the Naru yeah. are doing is trying to pull whatever this new being is, right? Like, she's not dead, or she was dead, but she's not alive now. She has all the memories of who she was. She doesn't have any of the fear she used to have because she's already faced her greatest fear. But what if what exists now is Kalia has an endpoint that she can go to as opposed to being, like, just if, perpetually empty?
1: Here's the thing the reason if, that I think we're kind of wrong to be ignored, to, to be saying they don't have souls. And it, it comes back to Odin and his deal
0: yeah. with, the,
1: uh, sh- with the Shadowlands entity.
0: That's the other thing that I need to go
1: back uh, to. Yeah. He specifically says when he makes the pact and learns how to create Valkyr, the Valkyr are bringing back souls from the land of the dead. And when when the Lich King makes his own Valkyr, that's what they're doing. That's strictly, it's, it's in Chronicle at this point. That's what Valkyr do. They go to the land of the dead and they bring the soul back. So if, if we're, you know, the, one of the problems we have is that we're talking about stuff that's kind of half formed and half said, Mm -hmm. but Chronicle is pretty specific on these two points. One that light came first and then void came after it. And the other, that souls are being brought back from the land of the dead. And if you are forsaken, you've got a soul it's in that rotting body. That's the horror show. If you
2: were uh, if you were raised by a Valkyr, yes. But what about all of those undead that were scourged that weren't raised by a Valkyr and were raised by whatever the plague was that ran through them? That's or a the question that, that I can't answer. But
1: yes. we do know this much: Nerzul's power was the one that made the Valkyr that are doing this. And we already covered that Nerzul is the one who put the souls of the Death Knights back into their bodies. Um, it seems an awful lot like. I don't know. This is one of those places where, again, we're kind starting to get into debating on what a soul is, and we Lore don't. Have Watch, enough time. Where we
0: talk about what's a soul? No. Um, yeah,
1: but, but, but I do like should, the should, idea. Let, let me get this one point out. Every forsaken was mindless, and then started getting their mind back. You were the one. You made the point that they didn't need their souls. But here's the thing: it's their souls are unimportant to Nerzol. It was their minds he didn't need.
0: He, he wanted them mindless. to be mindless so that they'd yeah, follow sure. orders basically. Mindless but, was one
1: thing, soulless is another. For all we know, the soul is the only absolutely all important part of this deal. Because that must be bound into the body. I don't need it to have a mind. Obviously but I do we need just need
0: like some sort of tutorial on necromancy. <laughs> do they have a wiki how for that? Like, yeah, it, and and I like the problem. idea, that, <laughs> I like
1: the the idea
2: though. I like the idea that Anne had about like Maybe maybe the the Forsaken, maybe the Scourge are sort of half formed, essentially, because Nerzul didn't truck in light energy, right? Like that no, wasn't his thing. It was and, so, and so if that was where this all came from, it's like a half finished process.
0: It and, well here's here's my thought. And on that's this, why though.
2: that's why she needed light and dark or well, living and forsaken to do it.
0: If Kalia is essentially a Valkyrie unquote I'm air quoting here because again this is all tinfoil hat stuff guys keep in mind like for the listeners at home we're just kicking things around right now <laughs> um, but if Kalia is somehow a Valkyr for the Naru like a Naru created a Naru born Valkyr what does she raise like does she go make her own does she go find dead bodies now or or does she go to the Forsaken and say hey I can help you out like no, what's that's... her purpose and i guess that's the big thing here is what is Callie manathil's purpose now and when are we going to see that pop up
1: i still feel like there's there's an, there's a more to this in the concept of killing everything might actually be a threat to the void yeah because it's not just going to void around the universe, and you know, it doesn't matter if it's dead or not. The void I don't might think actually so. need. If See, the void I don't
0: think needs... so. The thing is, Rossi, you're, you're saying Chronicle said that the light came first. Well, yeah, the light came first, and then the void naturally came after it. Like there no, was no, nothing it's... to create the void. The void just showed up to play.
1: Well, here's my thing. No, this, this is, I'm not going quite where you think I'm going. I don't think. Maybe let me let me get to spit this out, and maybe I'm wrong. But what I'm looking at here is. The void seems to be an active thing. It needs things to be. It doesn't... It isn't absence. It's void. It's like if you have... You, you can't have a... Like, think of a, of a bucket of water. You can't have... If you if the bucket never had water in it, it's not a bucket of water. It's not devoid of water. It's not... Because you could put anything in the bucket. It's only got a void in it when you remove water. I, I don't know how I'm... like. There's a way to put this I'm not quite getting to, but my point is, what if... It is actually afraid of death because well, death means means a nothing that it can't deal with. Right. It would
2: make sense, right? Because I mean, then it comes back to the whole Sargeras thing, and
0: that's why if he had figured
2: that he had figured this out, which is why he wanted to purge the universe.
0: But the thing is, is like I don't think that I don't think that the void were nearly as concerned with Sargeras and the Burning Crusade as the light. Was the light was very firmly and the Naru we're, were very firmly against the Burning Legion. Yes, yeah, because were, it Very the cycle. firmly yeah. set against the Burning Legion.
1: What's that thing that it said? You, 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 you'll remember this. In the uh, in the Thousand Years of War audio play, we're told that the Light has one idea, one v- vision for the future that it considers to be absolutely true, and the Void has limitless possibilities.
0: It okay the way. What do you mean? In the thousand years... Of, oh, you mean when Ilaria was doing the thing?
1: Yeah, there's one... The, the light sees one path that, that it holds the must be true. This is the way... This is the one true way. The Void says, no, everything's possible.
0: It. Oh, that... yeah. Yeah, they were... What well, you, it's, what you just it's described. all about, like, possibilities and stuff. It's the light sees one path, one possibility, and then shuns all the others as lies, essentially. And the Void sees every possible path and sees them all as truth.
1: Sylvanas, when she dies you you said this doesn't go anywhere
0: sylvanus is an absence of possibility
1: yeah that would be the void's ultimate enemy if yeah. if the kind of undeath she is trying to bring to everyone is stagnant if it is stasis if it's it has stasis. no if it's got no changes <laughs> and no possibilities to it then the void would fear it because it's 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 the void isn't nothingness the void is everythingness
0: yeah. Well and like I said, it, it's I mean, this is what I pointed out in the Know Your Lore tomorrow, um, that I was that I was talking about was that the reason that the void fears it is because the void sees all possibilities, right? Sylvanas represents the absence of possibility. She's going nowhere. She's doing nothing. She just exists.
2: Yep, she's static.
0: She's she's stasis. She represents total stasis. And what is she trying to do right now? She's trying to foster stasis. She's trying to kill people, raise the Forsaken, so that she can bolster her numbers, right? But by bolstering her numbers, what is she doing? She's just eliminating anything that makes, anything that makes up either of these two cosmic forces.
1: She's Ethan Hawke in Reality Bites.
0: Right. And what Sargeras was trying to do... <laughs> Sargeras wasn't trying to do what Sylvanas is trying to do. Sargeras was on a different tact altogether. He, he had a different game plan. And they didn't object to Sargeras's game plan, but boy do they have a problem with Sylvanas.
2: Yeah, because he just wanted to destroy the universe, which is why they didn't fear him.
0: And they were Death. like, Yeah, that's okay, we'll be back. <laughs> that's okay, you could go ahead and do that. We'll be back. It doesn't matter. We're going to come back. It's it's like you you can go ahead and destroy things, but it's okay because the light will come back, the shadow will it'll all start all over again. Well Sargaris sort are doing flaw, has no point. Sargeras... Sargeras- Sargeras so had a sort of flaw, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Sargeras was flawed. Like, the, his reasoning was just incorrect because he thought by, like, destroying everything he could keep the Void from devouring the universe or whatever. But the thing is, is, like, it's not. It's not going to prevent anything. It's all going to come back full circle again. You can't eliminate the cycle.
1: Well, yeah, but that's because he saw, he saw it as a flaw that had to be, like, corrected by expunging things. Right. But the Void says it's not a flaw, it's a feature.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not just a flaw or a feature. It's this is... it's like it's it's an essential component. <laughs> and, and he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He thought it was I mean if you
1: think about it, that's how the fell exists, isn't it? Because light and Sha- and void came together and then mutually destroyed each other. Yeah. That's how you get Fell in the first place. That's how place.
0: you got the twisting number. This nether. has all
1: happened before.
0: Yeah. So the Void doesn't well... really care one way or another what Sargeras is up to because it knows. It knows that things are going to come back again cuz it sees every possibility and every possibility it looks at says we will be back <laughs> we are unconcerned with you we will be back you could do whatever the heck you want to to the universe it doesn't matter cuz we will still be here you can't just scrub us from existence sorry go ahead and do your your cute little burning crusade thing that's fine because you know as you're wiping out these planets or whatever it makes us, it makes it a lot easier for us to get get to things you know, there there's not a lot of light, light-born creatures or light, light-worshipping creatures or whatever. You know, the more you destroy of the light's creatures, the easier it is for us to take over. That's what I mean when I say that Sargeras was kind of forcing that whole dark cycle of the universe, if you want to look at it that way. The stuff that he was wiping out was all pretty much proponents of the light, the creatures of the void he was recruiting them into the burning crusade he was recruiting them into the burning legion i'm sorry you had like agents demons in the burning legion who like they were trucking around with the void sargeras didn't care it was okay because they were using it to destroy the light stuff well of course they were using it to destroy the light stuff that's what they'd like to do it's just it's to me sylvanas is in this weird space and and that's what i'm going to look at in next week's No you lore which i haven't written yet but she's other and she represents something that is neither light nor void and the void doesn't like that at all let's let's move on from that although that was kind of an interesting conversation and i'm sure we're going to get a bunch of emails about people from people uh, I hope that didn't answer your question, because if you, that was the answer to your question, I don't know
1: how you got there, man.
0: <laughs> well, we started off talking about Kalia. One other thing that came up from uh several different people about Kalia. Uh a lot of people were wondering Kalia's husband, if Kalia's husband was Bolvar Four Dragon. I,
1: I I don't wanna sound like I'm trying to ruin people's fan theories here, but no. Because Kalia says Callia says in Beyond in Before the Storm to to, to Anduin, she's talking to Anduin about what happened to her. And she says that one of the reasons that she wanted to get close to the forsaken was to find out any information about her husband and child, like what happened to them. She didn't know what happened to them. If she's going around trying to find out information about her husband and child, eventually she'd probably ask someone, do you know such and such a person? The first time she said, you have, you maybe seen my husband, his name was Bolvar. Someone would be Bolvar, like Bolvar for dragon the head of the Alliance for a while there, that guy died in Northrend, big hero. And she'd know what happened to him because it's just, it's inconceivable. There's nobody at at this point that doesn't know that he, at least he died, quote unquote, right? uh, It's inconceivable that somebody would not have mentioned this.
0: and he pretty much, he told Tyrion when he put the helm on, he told Tyrion, he said, just tell them that Bolvar four dragon is dead.
1: Yeah. And then Tyrion made a big statue that, instead showed the entire event but one this assumes is a big that talking
0: statue worthy yeah. of the
1: Marlins stadium anyway <laughs> well, it, it, it's just it's not really feasible that she could have been married to Bolvar secretly when and here's the other thing a lot of people are like well who were the four dragons were they anybody yes the four dragons were a big deal they were a very powerful and respected family in stormwind they were nobility and one of them, Lady Mara Fordragon, who we don't know her current relationship to Bolvar. We don't know if she was his mom or his aunt or something. But we do know that she's so important that she's in the Paladin Order Hall. There's mm-hmm. a statue of her right there.
2: The High Cleric she, or whatever.
1: Yeah. She's a the High Clericist of Stormwind. She's the reason that many people survive to get up to Lordaeron. If someone from that family married, quite frankly, if someone from that family was interested in marrying Kalia. Her father would probably not have disapproved of it. Taranis even would if, have been like, "Yeah, sure, Yeah, us go if he ahead was, and do Even that. if he was
2: a, working as a guard at the time, his, he would have been like, "Wait, wait, what's his last name? Wait, who's this four family?" Dragon? A, okay. a four Dragon, okay, Four Dragon line. Yeah, all I right. Love do, let's celebrate, big party. Let's go. <laughs> so, like, there
1: were certain, there were certain families in Stormwind that were very important. One of them was the Lothar line. The uh, Four Dragons were right up there. They're that important. This is an old, powerful family. It's not the rulers of Stormwind, but when the ruler of stormwind isn't available they turn and look at the four dragons and say can you do
0: this for a while that would be I, why bolvar was pretty much yeah. ruling in very instead while you know andwin was was declared king the five year old kid was the king but it was really bolvar calling the shots with uh katrona which was the if... bad
1: idea but you know calia had married that guy there wouldn't have been a need to sneak around there wouldn't have been a need to live humbly because at that point in time they would have gone to his place in stormwind and lived there and it would have been a very nice place to live and she wouldn't have been in lordaeron you see where i'm going with this like there's a lot of reasons why it wouldn't work uh calia and and it, it just it is it's She's too important. He's too important. One of the two people involved in this has to be less important than those two families in order for it to have been secretive the way it was. Ch- Calia's husband had to actually have a humble birth.
0: She was Bol- she was marrying know. way below her station. That's why she kept it a secret. Yeah.
1: And, and Bolvar Bol- really
0: wasn't that far below her station. Oh,
1: he's not a king, you know, but he certainly would have been an acceptable choice.
0: Close enough to being Tiffin- nobility ability to be...
1: Yeah. Tiffin Ilarian wasn't a queen, but she was nobility. She was suitable for Varian to be his wife. It's the same basic thing. She wouldn't have been – she would have been going down a step, but that's only because there weren't any crown princes around for her to marry because Varian already had a wife. That's basically the only reason that this would be a problem. The only only step up from Bolvar would have been – the one that died, Dalen uh, Proudmore's son Tancred. Not Tancred. Tancred doesn't exist. Yeah,
0: Yeah, doesn't exist. But the other one, whose name I currently can't remember. Derek. Derek, Derek thank you. That I'm would like, have been it. I know Wynn. it's. I know it was. It was a more normal name than Tancred was. But...
1: <laughs> Darian Ryn or Derek Proudmore were the only two crown princes she could have conceivably married. That's it. So, yeah, no, Bolvar would basically not be, let's go hide in the countryside because if your father finds out what we've done, he'll be mad. She wouldn't have had to go to a priest and smooth talk him into it. You know, that's in the book, too, that she had to convince a priest to do it. And she had to talk him into it. He didn't want to do it. It's like the, the king's going to be so mad. Didn't she even have to get her mom to help her? Yeah. Like Isn't that in the book? Yeah, This none of this for Bolvar. Bolvar would have been like, Yeah, her Whoa. mom knew that
0: Terranus wouldn't approve, but she was like, oh, no, honey, it's okay. I'll go ahead and help you out. And helped her out. So, yeah, she kept all of this really on the down low. She wouldn't have needed to if it was Bolvar. There would have been absolutely no reason for it. So, it was was he her husband? No. Would it have been really tragic if he was? Yeah, but he wasn't. <laughs> it's okay. I think Bolvar has more than enough tragedy in his life.
2: Yeah. And,
0: and death and current icy chair just,
2: just a wee bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Lucas asked. Lucas had several questions. I liked this one though. Um, he said, "Am I wrong in seeing Alun, Anshi, and the Naru as lamps in a sense that they all have light but are different sources?" What do you guys think?
1: I'll
2: let go first. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, they do all
0: have light. Yes, they
2: do all have light, but like we don't, we don't necessarily fully understand the source. Um, like we have a bunch of information of like who worshiped Anshi, who worshiped Alun, sort of where those practices came from. And we have a ton of loose ends there, right? Like they could be from like lights of different sources. They could all be hailed from the same the same primal light. Um, I don't really know. it's a it's an interesting question.
0: I think it's not not an incorrect kind of analogy. Because it's like lamps in terms of they all are kind of beacons of light, as it were, and they're all plugged in. They're plugged into the same thing, electricity or light, whatever that happens to be, but they're just different sources of it. You could turn on like you can turn on different lamps in your house, right? Each lamp Mm -hmm. is a separate entity of sorts, but they all are plugged into the same thing. And in that way, I think it kind of works for me. There was a point in time there where I thought the Naru were actually, like, they were the light. They were the thing that created it. Like, they were batteries or generators, what have you. And it was mainly because the Blood Elves were kind of siphoning the light directly out of Maru. So I figured, well, okay, if they can siphon light directly out of a creature, then that creature just, that's the light. That's what the light looks like. It looks like a big faceless wind chime. <laughs> But that's not it. That's not the case. They're they're like their own entities, their own weird alien, faceless, spinning entities, whatever they happen to be.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, back to the fact that the the not the Titans when you when you're doing Mister Pandaria, yeah, and you go up against the Shah of Pride, right? Before you do it, you go up against uh I want to say Norushen, but I can't remember if they changed his name. uh The, no, the boss, Norushen. yeah, yeah,
0: the Titan guy.
1: Yeah, and he's yeah. the big Mogu-looking Titan, Titan guy, mm-hmm. and he, he basically he purifies you from the, the Shaw corruption, the, the void energy, with the light, with the holy light specifically. And that's obviously something the Titans are comfortable using. They don't have a problem with it. And um, then I come back to Legion, where we use the uh, the Tear of Elune to awaken the uh, sentience core from Zera. And we're told that you know, Khagar just found a book randomly. Found a book in in Ramos that happened to say that, you know, not not So No, in, it was in Ramos. I, I refuse to know it was right. <laughs> Kelthuzad had random, some weird reading habits. <laughs> just randomly found a book that said you know, um, the the light you know, Elune is related. She's the you know, she, she Elune made the Naru. Yeah, who wrote it's like, that book? <laughs> yeah, who wrote that book? And more importantly, how does what does that have to do with Elune? What is it? We, we know that there's a Titan connection to a loon. We don't know what it is, but we know that when you go to find, um, Aionar, she's hiding on a moon called a Lunera, and it's a moon that we're told it's a moon. We don't know what it's a moon of. No one says, you know, this planet, this moon is orbiting X. We don't know where that moon is. We just know it's a moon. Uh, and it's named a Lunera. I mean, really it's
2: the blue child. I mean, it's fine,
1: but it, it could be, I don't know. But we, all we know is it's a moon. It's named after a loon. And there's Aonar, so we don't know what that means. We don't know if that means that Aonar is a loon. We don't know if it means that a loon is somehow related to the Titans. But we do know that there's all these different things that are involved with the light. Anche is said to be the like the the left. Anche and, and Musha are the right and left eyes of the Earth Mother, which we know. We don't know what the Earth Mother is. Is the Earth Mother Aonar? Is the Earth Mother something else? Is, is the Earth Mother
0: the- Azeroth? Yeah, it
1: could very well be. The world's soul in the middle of the planet. What are her right and left eyes then?
0: lore like, Lord's weird. Beings?
1: Yeah, I are want they more beings? of it? But well, yeah, that's, and humans. Even... All of that point just comes back to the, around the idea that the light itself. We're 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 told the light has an outlook, an opinion. We're we're told that it, you know, the light sees one true path. But does the light see those things, or do we see those things when we're exposed to it? Does the does the light? So bright that you can only see one thing by it? And this is one of the things that's bugging the heck out of me. Because we don't know that the light has any Zeliac could command the light to do things and it did. Just because he really believed it.
0: Is it is Here's the light? The fun providing part. This or when you when you talk threat? about like it's bright enough that you only see one possibility, all I can think of when I think of that is like you go into a dark maze or a tunnel or like those annoying catacombs that you had to go through to get the horse, right? You know the ones I'm talking about. To underneath, get there. uh, next Ramus, yeah, the the unicorn, no, it's the cars, dark I'm unicorn. Sorry. You know where you go through the tunnels, and it's like there's no map. <laughs> you gotta have yeah. to trace everything. Okay, so you 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 have a torch, right? You light that torch, and you can see everything in front of you, and you know exactly what's there. The stuff that's not lit up, you don't know what that is. It could be anything. It could be a boat. No, it could be anything. <laughs> it could be multiple <laughs> branching <laughs> paths. There, there's like there's multiple paths behind you different possibilities of places for you to go but the light's only going to show you one way to get through it
2: yeah and i was yeah. going to say and the other thing that, that that comes to mind too as far as like talk about the original going back to the, the question um is priests because just different races priests interpret the light in different ways um, like Torin, they don't talk about the light without talking about anshi like the two are completely married in all of their their backstory all of their lore um and how they command the light essentially right still, then you have
0: i still love ahead. that that interaction in ask a c dev where somebody said is a luninaru and they said that Velen went to tyrande and like suggested hey these two things seem to be really close together i could teach you how to talk to him if you want and Toronto politely declined and said you know maybe you don't want to bring that up in my temple ever again
2: yeah <laughs> and i was just gonna say like the, and the night elves have a very distinct way of the how they view you know interpreting the light so like elf priests you know they they talk to loon. they're they're priestesses of loon. like they they have a very distinct version of it but ultimately the, the channeling of those energies winds up with similar results. So like they could be different faces of the same coin for all we know.
1: Um, I was just thinking in terms of this, um, this has got to do with like real life stuff, but it's not that I'm not trying to be heavy here. It's just that because of my eyes being the way they are, I'm real light sensitive. So it's when, when I go for walks and it's really sunny out, I can't actually see except that when I put my head down and look at the path right in front of me. I look at the, you know, I'm walking and I see the sidewalk and that's it. Because if I try to look up, I will be blinded. There's too much light for me to see. And it, I find myself wondering if that's how the light and the void work here. Where it's like, you you in order to find a path, in order to find your way through, you, you, you only see the one path. Like the light, you know, the light shows you, you one true path. You see the sidewalk right
0: in front of you yeah. where you're walking.
1: Because you that's where you're looking. You know, it's not that the light couldn't show you everything. It's that you can't bear to look at it all. And the void, is it really that different? Like the void doesn't talk about being a blinding thing, but it should, you know, all paths are true because you can't see any of them.
0: And if it tries to show you all of the distinct possibilities that are hidden within the depths you of the go void, crazy. you go nuts.
1: So it's pretty much the same either way. It's like we, we've been talking about the light came first and then the void came after, or is that actually true? But one of the things that comes to mind is, are they actually different?
0: No, I think they're the same thing. It's just a cycle. But, and the thing is, is we always look at the void as being this bad thing. And it's because the void, the void holds everything that we fear and don't like. Darkness yeah, light, is inherently scary. The light can hold everything we
1: like, everything we like and we should fear.
0: Uh-huh. Like if
1: I keep coming back to this, the, someone did a fan video of Illidan if he accepted the, the, the bargain and got lightforged. But... Think about not just the fact that Zero was willing to force it on him, but the fact that it was excruciatingly painful to him. Why is it painful? Why we, what is about the light that does this?
0: Well, Eldon is kind of riddled with the fell energy and stuff. The fell energy quiet.
1: is fell energy is just light and void coming together and clashing. Mm-hmm. Why does why does light and void clashing create fell? Why does it create chaos? Because the void is all about every possibility and the only way to have every possibility and never know which one you're going to get is chaos. And does that mean there's that arcane magic is the other is the entire opposite of it? Is arcane magic that order that's created when you want one path and you're, you're just looking for the way to it? There's there's more to this than we know. Then there's this true enemy thing. And there's more to the tit- it than just death.
0: With the titans too. I mean, I don't think that see the thing is is like Sargeras saw That the Void was trying to corrupt this world soul and create a Dark Titan, essentially, a Void Titan. And said, oh no, it's going to destroy the universe. No, it wasn't going to destroy the universe. It was going to wipe out the Titans. It was something, they were trying to create something that not even the Titans could withstand. And that wasn't to destroy the universe or anything. It was just to spread the Void. The Titans are agents of order. That's what they do. They find worlds. They set them right. They look for world souls. Right by their definition. They look for world souls. Yeah, exactly. Right by the one definition that the light has given them. (laughs) Because they are creatures (laughs) and agents of the light. They work with the light. But we keep
1: we keep saying that the light gave it to them. Maybe it's not the light doing anything. Maybe the light is just the light, and it's us that do this. And maybe that's the same with the void. Know. The void is just the void, but we're the ones who can't handle all the possibilities. The light is just the light, and we're the ones who can't bear to see everything. My so brain hurts. <laughs> Joe,
0: so how I'm, are you feeling about all of this? You've been quiet.
2: like uh, I got I got adult beverages. I'm good.
0: <laughs> do you have anything to add to this?
2: Nothing further that we haven't already talked or', or run around, so i'm okay. I'm good on this topic, I think
0: okay, all yeah, right if you, if you don't
1: stop us, we'll probably keep going, so you might e- want to stop
0: us, yeah, um, let me see, oh, okay, there's one last email here with the question that um actually we'll make that the final question because we're kind of running out of time here. We went off the rails today, sorry, guys, I'm sure you don't care, and you're delighted, but <laughs> The Last email here is from Morning Bell who says, Greetings watchers, Voljan named Sylvanus Warchief, but he only said that the lower whispered a name. Could that name have been simply Windrunner? I know it's a reach, but might there be another sister who'd be up to the job? Thanks, Morning Bell. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know what Rossi,
2: which, which, Rossi which... would you like to would you like to start counting the, 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 the tick boxes here?
1: Like which, which of the two other Windrunner sisters would we put in charge of the horde? The one that hates them and wants them all to die? Or <laughs> who Who doesn't hate all of them, but who hates a lot of them? I just no, I, I don't. I don't think that if they, if the Loa had whispered Windrunner to him, there really isn't a second uh, Windrunner. Lyraeth Windrunner. He's he's not dead. Well, he is dead, but get him brought back so he can lead. What Lyraeth Windrunner? Who, I don't even know who that guy is. Asboladis. Like no, man. I don't know. That's just. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm just imagining Illyria as war chief of the Horde. <laughs> it really seems like a very. It's it's like, this was ill-conceived on our part, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we definitely shouldn't have gone with this.
2: And then you talk about it; the only other ones that are left alive are what, Eretor, technically, of that line, uh, Garamar and Galadin, who those those twins are way too darn young and probably would have nothing to do with that anyway because I'm pretty sure their mother, Varesa, would have something to say about that.
1: There was an evil um, cousin who was a mage. Um, Zen- Zendrin? Yeah, so, I think he's... He's real evil. I don't think they. He's and dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah, well, he so. tried to
2: kid. Yeah, he kid, he tried to kidnap uh, Varese's kids and got real murdered. So yeah, I,
1: I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of another Windrunner Runner off the top of my head.
0: The only thing that I can think of is that. Well, it, again, you had to wonder what Loa was he talking to? Like, who was he talking to?
1: Definitely doesn't feel like Gonk.
0: Because if he was talking to agents of the void maybe they said windrunner because they were thinking about alaria cuz alaria was busy trucking around with the void and they thought ah yeah this one this one's going to be a player or you know he's talking to bom sandy and bom sandy says yeah the dead one <laughs> get the dead one in there I mean, that's
2: where That'll my money is. That be great! Hon- honestly, <laughs> yeah. that's legitimately where my money is at this point. <laughs> is that well I'm Sandy it's just like, listen, I really like dead things. This is totally cool with me. So while I got your ear, homie, um, can we go make more of those? Because I-, I need a boost here. I, I, need, I need some Put I need the I the dead some energy one in charge,
0: charge so I just... that she makes more dead things, because that's all good with me. I the actually, <laughs>
1: Why does everybody assume the lower were whispering her name as a yo pick this one? The Loa could have been like not windrunner, dude. Not windrunner. Anyone
0: but this one. Pick the, the Loa cow.
1: <laughs> the the lower like up, over in like you know on on the holy mountain in Xandalar Isle going is he hearing I mean, us right? There is another
2: option here that I don't think we've talked about too. What's that? And that's and that's Vulgen may have been so fell corrupted at this point from that wound. That he wasn't actually talking to the Loa, and this is all part of sort of like that that creeping infection's way of saying, "Yeah, get rid of her, make her in charge. She's going to do really dumb things and going to get herself killed. So let her just go run the show for a bit. Put her put a higher target
0: on her back. Make it a little like, easier for Sargeras."
2: Yeah, exactly. Like I, that totally could have been a thing because if was- you look at what happened after that, it's just like. Mounting aggression, mounting aggression, mounting aggression, all of this distrust, you know, and then at the end of it, leading right into to Battle for Azeroth. Like, Sylvanas has the biggest bullseye on her that she has ever had in the entirety of Warcraft universe existing. So there's entirely possible that that, that, that was part of it as well.
1: I'm also thinking to myself, one of the things we, we've never really... Thought about or covered in all of this is that maybe Thanos was just behind his throne, whispering into his ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also
2: true. He was squished back there. Windrunner. He he totally he totally is capable of not being able to be seen whenever he doesn't want to. So sure,
0: <laughs>
1: Windrunner.
2: Yeah, I'm just picturing wind...
0: him like squished back there like with his little hands cupped by his face (laughs) Windrunner I can't believe this
1: is working Now the lower are saying
0: they can't believe it's working and he's really out of it he can't even track me (laughs) okay well that's gonna wrap us up for emails and for the show. Again, if you have any emails for the show, please be sure to send those to podcast at blizzardwatch.com put "watch" in the subject line so that we know it's intended for the show. And for you guys, listeners of Blizzard Watch, Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. They have thousands of books to choose from, not just Warcraft ones, but there is quite the huge collection of Warcraft ones on there. Um, Warcraft audiobooks are usually pretty good. Before the Storm is Is no exception. It's read by the same actor, the voice actor that does the voice of Anwin in game. So it's a familiar voice and he does a really good job reading the book. You can actually pick that up as your free audiobook download with the 30-day trial if you want to check out the book. If you haven't yet, um, you can download that or many of Blizzard's other titles, or heck, if you don't want a Blizzard title, any of the thousands of others, by going to blizzardwatch.com slash audible. Blizzardwatch, it's made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch, and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzardwatch supporters enjoy exclusive of benefits like early access to the podcast a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue and an ads free site experience um, final thoughts you guys man I don't I don't even know if I have a final thought to give at this point because we've been going in circles <laughs> we've, we really went down the rabbit hole this time um, okay uh, what Loa do you think was talking to Volgin? if you had to pick from any of the pantheon of Loa which one do you think was talking to Volgin? I Joe.
2: legitimately think it was Bomb Samdi. I okay. really, really do.
0: Okay. Rossi?
1: Um I'm trying to find his name. Okay.
2: Are you thinking of Hakar?
1: <laughs> it was Hakar. No, oh, no, no, no. It's he uh he's very important in the new
0: expansion. Oh. Okay. One of the new ones?
1: Razan. Razan.
2: Uh yeah, I could see that. Okay. I, I could see no. I'm.
1: I'm totally. I'm. No, it's ridiculous. The reason I'm saying Razan is because he's a giant devil sword. I just want to mention him constantly.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Grawl the Shark.
1: <laughs> yeah. no, why not? No, In, Buon Sandy makes the most sense. He does because he is he is the Loa of Death. That's his deal. The only other one that's even close to this kind of thing would be Johnny because it's the patron of scavengers, the Loa of thieves, the go- the God of garbage, master of minions, and the keeper of secrets. That's the only other one that I could even see being interested. Like, Harik isn't going to be like, you know, yeah, Sylvanas, she rides my people around, so she's probably pretty cool.
0: She's probably awesome. She likes bats. I'm a bat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, um, there's other ones, but I really feel like most of them are kind of too too limited in their scope. Whereas, uh,
0: Bob Zambi seems Bob to Sandy be is- like the safe choice here. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: there's also, I mean, Quetzlun, who is essentially an undead Loa, kinda.
0: Ooh. Because she's up in Zul-
2: She's up in Zuldrak, and that was the whole like she was being drained and created her own pocket dimension of eternal torment because that's a thing apparently she was capable of doing, and I know that that whole thing was really weird and freaky, and she's not exactly gone.
0: Ooh, so. that's that's a good idea too. That is a good idea. All right. Well, we don't have the answers. Maybe we'll find them out in battle for Azeroth. Don't know. But thanks, you guys, as always, for listening. And we will see you again in two weeks.